I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Possible, always with the brother with the same mothers, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, and you're watching and listening to your favorite two black runners every single two black Tuesday. <laughs> 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 We back, the whole crew, including Shade Room Chris. We're about to go get dinner. But we got a special episode. It's going to be a little short, a little quick, but bring it back. Matt Parker. Yes, sir. T. What it do? Real talk. Hey. We back at pre. We back. Yo, that was bar. Hey, two for that, two. Was, that was. That was. Last year, we were here, uh, did a podcast, everything. First time but for all of us. The Free Classic, our inaugural class of Magic Boost. Hayward Magic sponsored, Insidious Mag sponsored. It was a great time. We had a great episode. This year, I don't know. Let's talk about a little bit about Pre first, just this year as well. And then let's get into just being one year removed from uh, Magic <laughs> And us boom. talking about being in our infancy of just creators and where we are kind of just now. But let's just start here real quick. Just like T, Pre was today and yesterday. Mm-hmm. What you think of the meet? Um, I think it was I think it was fire for what we had. Like, I'm just glad the weather hold up because we could have had 11 200 meter finish. Like you know, but we got to That's see a good 10 seven. So I'm happy that another nine. We got a nine performance too. So I'm just happy that the weather held up and like we got to see some fire marks on the track. How about you, Matt? What was your one of your biggest takeaways from the meet? Um, I'll just say we had more fans than last time, right? Yes. So that really nice. the crowd being there and you you felt the energy like it was twice as much. So I think the athletes really fed off of that. And even as a content career, like me and T ran out to go watch the women's hundred. It was electric. Every single person they announced, stadium going crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can just imagine what worlds is gonna be like. It it was great today. So last time we were here, you know, the big Shakari drama last time. Yeah, it was it was wild. I mean, so would you say that she redeemed herself today? Ten ninety two took second place. How do you feel about what, how she? Why did? are you looking like that? I, T? You looking <laughs> to the side? She knows something. That's why she uh, knows something. So she knows something. <laughs> T, go ahead. Take it away. I, I don't know nothing. Uh, no, I'm not English. No, no, I'm not English. I'm not English. <laughs> but no, um, I don't feel like it was a. I don't. I mean, it was a redemption. We could say that, but. To be honest, I don't really feel like it was a redemption. I just feel like she showed up for mm-hmm. sure. Like as far as redemption, I feel like it's not really a redemption that she win. Like that's what she was supposed to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did what she was supposed yeah, to do. Definitely, like, that's what Shakari supposed to do: show up, like run fast, you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, I just don't really consider it a redemption because it was only her second race of the season. So it's like she's not even really in full race mode. You know what I'm saying? So like redemption, eh? I just feel like she showed up. I will say for me, though, we were talking about with Chris last week uh, mm-hmm. when we had him on the podcast. I was all like, bro, Loki, I'm hitting the, pan- the panic button on Shakari. Like, mm-hmm. she, it took her a minute to come out. No, I did. She ran like 11 yeah. 2 it something did. in the rain. And I was all 11 like, 5, first run. Yeah, yeah that And then it had a random second race. I'm all like, what is going on? And, but she came out today. She got her bedazzled, looking different from everybody else, but <laughs> mm-hmm. on the line with her. Everybody has uniform jerseys, but she's like, I'm going to wear something different. I'm going to stand out. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. Definitely run a 10 9 2. I'm with it. What do you think about her performance and just the 100 in general as well? Um, I think her performance was of course much better than last year right um i think it was kind of just a reestablishing because people would say you know shakari's gonna get blown out this year like yeah. people are gonna mop the floor with people her. are she, hating she yeah. like nah I'm, I'm still here i'm still that girl and she did it against many americans tiana daniels you know De- 
she's the favorite right like, now in the Cabrera USA. Cabrea Sturgis was yeah. in that race. Uh, that, I, I mean, so you saying you said Shakari is the favorite in the U.S. right now? You feel that? Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Over Ken. just over one race, just one race back. Oh yeah, she's the favorite. <laughs> definitely. Now. I mean, she has a ten seven on her on her belt. Bro, like so. she she True. just went from eleven to to ten nine. She'll probably go ten eight. Probably like two weeks from now, and at USA she'll go ten seven again. Like we we know okay. how this thing goes. No one is touching Shakari at top end speed. Only beef I got with her today is she ghosted everybody in the mix zone. <laughs> Bro, I was the first person there. I kid you not. First one I said, Shakari, you got a moment? Nope. Yes. Her and TT were gone. I was like, y'all won't talk to nobody? Yo. Just nobody. <laughs> T, what about you? Did you get a did you get a chance to talk to her? Because I know y'all y'all homies like I did. I actually had a sit down with her on Friday, just talking about like check and field media and like just throwing some ideas her way just to see get her pers- perspective on some stuff. And I got a chance to talk to her and TT after the meet just on their friendship because, you know, they got like a nice little dynamic yeah, going yeah, on yeah. right now just as far as like training and stuff because they used to be competitors and now they're like kind of teammates in mm-hmm. a way. So I got a chance to talk to them about that. Their energy seemed pretty good. Like I can tell they're they finna gear up for some fast stuff in the future. I can see it for sure. Yeah, I like that. And then Elaine, like, she looks untouchable. Honestly, yeah. like, I know she lost that uh, that one race this year that, that Iwa, Sabota, Sabota. Mm-hmm. Oh, that like, 60? Yeah, that 60. Okay. Like, that but count. since then, like, I, I put on the IG pre-classic story. She was on stop pre-shirt. Like, we need to start putting in stop Elaine shirts. <laughs> For real. she don't really lose. No. no. The only one who can beat her is Shelly. That's it. Like, Shakira's not going to beat her. Let's just be honest. Elaine can match her bar for bar, word for word. Bar for bar. Word for <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, like, what what can Shakari do better than Elaine? Tell me something. I don't agree with you on Talk. that. She oh, can, she can get the attention. I, I, I think. What Shelly, is she better? I, I'm I'm favoring Shelly right now for the oh, top. Oh, Shelly, the you're making right now. Okay. Because Shelly is. She feeling herself right now. She mm-hmm. dancing in videos, like she running fast. She's getting more confident, especially in the two hundred. I know y'all seen her today. Like yep. mm-hmm. Shelly is really showing out. Like you know, I mean, you know, gotta respect, gotta respect the Olympic champion Elaine always. But like this year, I I, I could see Shelly. I mean, Elaine upsetting. has never actually won gold in the World Championships. Yeah. So that is a point of order. She mm-hmm. shows up for the Olympics. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. This summer, 2,000 of the world's best track and field athletes will compete for titles at the first ever World Athletics Championships on U.S. soil. In preparation leading up to the Worlds, we will have our Next Stop Oregon segment where we focus our attention on the world stage. And for this week, I want to talk about the performances at Prefontaine Classic that got me most excited going into the World Championships and to our Next Stop Oregon, and that gotta be Michael Norman. Michael Norman's from the IE. I watched him run in high school. I was competing around the same time. I'm from the IE, the Inland Empire. So his 43-6 at the Prefontaine Classic, four meet record for the world lead, one of the fastest 400 meter runs of all time, got me hyped. Like, let, let, let me tell you, bro, I'm waiting for Michael Norman to break out. And this, I think, is the performance that he needed. He went out there, performed great, and I'm hyped to see what he's going to do if he gets the chance to go to Oregon 
this summer. He's still gonna have competition from Karani James, who is running great, by the way. Steven Gardner, who's been virtually unbeatable when it comes to the world stage for the past about four years. So it's gonna be a hard challenge. And even like Michael Cherry, Randolph Ross, to see what they're gonna do as well. But Michael Norman, he's looking good. He's looking really, really good. That men's 400 is gonna be a battle, and I can't wait to see it. Also, Keely Hodgson, uh, You've been looking amazing as well. You've been looking running great. So I'm super excited for that race too after coming off of pre. There's a whole bunch to talk about, but that's all we got for our next stop, Oregon, this week. But all I gotta tell you is that you need to be a part of history. Go to Hayward Field this summer at the University of Oregon, July 15th through the 24th. Get your tickets now at worldchampsoregon22.com and watch Michael Norman win this 400 at Worlds. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Hey, put it down. Book it. That's happening. See all Oregon 22. And then the men's 100, another, look, this is coming in like what, then they announced this like two months ago, like the most stacked men's 100 ever. It's about to be insane. Yeah. They started dropping like flies. <laughs> my knee, my calf. My leg. But still, my leg. Still a great race. Trayvon comes in at the end of the day, just 993, 993. Yep. Uh, with Fred was right behind him, 997. Christian Coleman, 1003. I believe season best for him. But Trayvon getting the win last week, fall starting in Birmingham and come out and just really redeem himself in a way. He was hyped after the race. What you, is Trayvon your favorite now, like for the U.S.? Um, For the U.S., I would say yes, just because his start is already there, right? And so now all he has to do is just keep working on his top end speed. Because if you saw in the second half of that race, they start to close in on him a little bit. And so, but I think he's able to hold out Fred, who's a 400 guy, mm -hmm. and he has tons of speed reserve. So that's a great sign for him. Uh, he was the fastest man in the world last year. But the question always is, and he actually spoke about this in his post race interview what happens when the money's on the line, right? You can run fast now, but he said, you know, last year is not this year. Last year's times are not this year's time. So he's, he's locked in. And that and he was celebrating actually 10 meters before the line. Yeah. yeah. So that was probably a 9-8 today in actuality. I feel like his confidence is different this year. I was, oh, man. I was surprised because I, going into this race, I thought about, like, Coleman, him, you know, coming into this race with a chip on his shoulder, like, oh, I'm going to show everybody that I'm back and I'm still really him. But Trayvon looked like he was him. And he felt he looked like he brought that energy a little bit more than Coleman to the race. But where do you, what do you think about how Coleman performed and where does he sit on the ladder? Is he number two, number three in your eyes? Um, So I think right now you would have to put him at number three just because Fred has performed more consistently and better than Christian so far this year. Um, but I would say Christian just needs more races. Like, he, he hasn't run yeah. in two years. So he just needs reps to get his legs back underneath him and get back in race shape. So by the time we get to Worlds, I think we'll be close. I'll say Christian Coleman will be back to 90% of his old self. Right now, I'd say he's, like, at 70. And, like, so. he doesn't really need to be real ready, like, uh, right now, exactly. you know, like he's, right. he has he has the birth to just straight the worlds and everything, and that's your guy, T. Coleman, you got his bib. He he's the one. Oh, he gave you the mm. bib. He's number one. Oh, he's him. <laughs> he's number one. <laughs> okay, he's number one. Strong, strong. Oh, <laughs> by far. No, no comp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but for real, I I'm I'm I think Christian Coleman. I feel like he's a little underestimated right now, but I feel like he's gonna definitely be number one. And I'm I hate to break it to you, but I feel like Fred Curley's number two. Okay. Because Trayvon Bromil ain't really show up 
on mm. these big championship meets. You mm. know what I'm saying? And I can't okay. really give him that. Curly do okay. show up every Curly time show, too. Curly show up. <laughs> he be ready. He be on go. Like even to like at the press conference, he was like, "I'm. I came to win." Like, feel me? Like Cur- Curly be on. Curly is black Air Force energy. I will. I'll give you <laughs> some. I will give you some pushback though. See, I'll give you some pushback. Trayvon today, I was speaking with him in the mix zone. Uh-huh. He said, "I don't train to lose. I train to win." Like he he is ready. Like we Trayvon, remember last year was really his first year as a pro, in all honesty, because he was hurt in a collegiate back in 2016. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So last year was really his first year getting his palate wet on the pro level. So this is really his second year running. So I, it's, it's, it's very close. I will say that. I don't right. think there's any one person where you can say, oh, they're a mile ahead of the rest of the USA field. Yeah. But I just I felt something different. He's, he's, he's gone next level. I felt like Coleman was really calm in the press conference too. Yeah, he was. Like, and he's usually someone, I'm not saying we're homies or nothing, but I know that man does not like losing. Like, mm-hmm. you no. know what I mean? You see him waving with other people. He get really hyped, but he didn't really seem phased at all no. by taking taking the loss. So you feel like I, he's, he's out there, he's feeling like I have nothing really to prove. I like, feel like he got something up his sleeve, yeah, bro. Yeah, I agree. Like he, he ain't scared, I, I, you know what I mean? Like. Like, Bromel felt like he had something to prove today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Curly's just like, I'm going to win. And Coleman was just like, this is this is practice. This is training, yeah. This is the training. I, I, feel, you know? I feel that. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get my rhythm down. And when I mm-hmm. think about it, mm-hmm. when you think about it, I'm going to go at you with Bromel because even last year it was kind of like this. He was dropping all, all, these, all these times, doing all these things, and, you know, huge, like, doing all these preaching and everything and doing this. And then when it was time to do the thing on the biggest stage, he didn't have the have that best day, you yep. know what I mean. So it does kind of look like last year. So I, I I don't know. I still can't I still can't count out Coleman either, bro. Because I think that dude. That's the reigning world champion. Yeah. And he got second indoor. You know what I mean? After not running over two over two years, like yeah, being banned yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I really I really like yeah. That was good. That was a good conversation. That was a good conversation. I really like. Uh, I like what you said though. I think Trayvon, this is really is like, cause I was his first time really going overseas too last year, mm-hmm. you know, and now he's getting that his rhythm and everything. But let, let's let's quit that talk about those people, you know, the pros, the people that we get paid <laughs> to talk about and promote, you know. But uh, the fact that we getting paid and getting promoted to do some of that type of stuff now, yeah. one year later, like now being back at the pre classic from our last time talk on here, just uh, Let's start with Matt first. Then we'll, okay. then we'll go to T. T over here everywhere. Oh man, but, Miss Worldwide. <laughs> but Matt, how has it just been from you from the past year since leaving Magic Boost and now being back at the Pre Classic? Um, I would say my content style has kind of changed a little bit. I'm still gonna go back to my old style, but I really have leaned heavily into videography mm-hmm. and try to make more cinematic content because I felt there was a gap in the market there, right? Because Everyone does reaction videos. Everyone does like, hey, this just happened, you know, in track and field, right? I'm like, that's cool, right? That's, as the book I'm reading, Blue Ocean, says that's a red ocean, right? There's tons of competition. What you want to do is create your own blue ocean. So I was looking, I was like, okay, there isn't really a ton of cinematic content for the sprint world, right? So I said, let me start filling that gap at the high school level. And so from there, you know, I've been trying to do things. I got a lot of cinematic content at pre-meet, and so really just trying to become a more well-rounded content creator. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I've mainly been up to, covering my own kids at State, at Texas Relays. And so trying to show the people and show to businesses like, hey, I'm more than just the YouTube guy. 
And yeah. like you're covering his kids are great, bro. Cold. We be talking nice. about we be talking about them on trackish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all forget I'm a coach titles. too. I coach too. So <laughs> and then T over here, like we've been saying, it's been all across the map. It seems like everywhere getting every single interview, every single She's been in every single time zone in the country. No <laughs> cap. For real though. And you Not became that. a star on the on the sidelines and the and uh you're the hype woman at every single meet, it seems like too. I'm blessed. That's all I can say. I'm blessed. Like, I don't take none of this for granted. Like, uh, coming into this year, I kind of stepped out on faith and, like, quit my bottle girl job. Like, I don't work at a club no more. I don't work in a club no more. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like, I'm just blessed to be able to do this full time. And, like, really, I can really put my all into it now. And then, as you can see, like, it's starting to show. And it's starting to, you know, come all come together. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Like, I'm literally just putting the pieces to the puzzle together every just taking it one day at a time to be honest like how did it feel coming to Prefontaine like I kept on I've said this a million times but last year this was like the Super Bowl for me yeah. and Joshua and to, now it kind of felt like opening day do you feel that same way for y'all coming into it definitely yeah I feel like last year it was like a culmination where it's like man I finally made it mm-hmm. you know this year it's like okay I'm supposed to be here mm-hmm. you know like interacting with everyone like they were happy to see us again like people yeah. remembered us they're like oh y'all are magic boost oh you know mjp tv real talk two black runners and so now it's like we have a place here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so this was really a launching pad for all of us last year this year is just a stepping stone so hopefully to do bigger and better things we got world champs coming up t i know you're going Guys, you, you guys are going to Worlds, right? Yeah, we'll we're, going. Going. They are. we're going. They're going. They're going. going. They're Y'all are going. They're going. They're going. I'm going. hopefully going to be going. <laughs> and so that'll kind of be the watershed moment, hopefully, for all of us this year to yes. be at the launching pad. Pre-last year launched us to this point. So Definitely. I agree. You could, I couldn't have said it any better. Um, I feel like this is a meet that we will all probably hold in our hearts forever because mm-hmm. it kind of, like, took our careers off, you know, and I, I feel like I can see us coming to this meet every year and just I'm down. this is kind of like the – you know the reunion spot. it's like the reunion yeah yeah definitely. i'm trying to come i'm trying to come every year and do Facts. something Facts. like and work somehow i can't imagine not not coming to this anymore yeah Facts. for real and until you had like something to actually do here like involved with like the meet itself just mm-hmm. how was that kind of experience well you already did that with nike outdoor nationals that mm-hmm. you're involved in me organ relays you're involved in the meet but to do it like on the diamond league type level and be involved with it how was like that kind of experience being in that way um it felt like every other meet to be honest i mean the thing i was supposed to do the landing pad kind of like didn't get to happen but I mean, it felt like every other meet, to be honest. I mean, the crowd was, like, loving it, though. Like, they were like, we love you. Like, trying to take pictures of me. I'm like, y'all, Yo. I'm not an athlete. Like, <laughs> Raven had people out here thinking I'm an athlete. Like, girl, I do not run. But, <laughs> you know, it, it just felt like every other meet, to be honest. I mean, the crowd, they were great. I mean, they they wanted to be on camera. They wanted to be involved. Like, it was – I can say that. I can say the crowd here was is more wanting to be involved because they know, like – they're, they're just as hyped as I am yeah, to be here. So yeah. that's what I can say. But, yeah. How do you feel like you've grown the most? Or where, what area do you think you've grown the most, like, in your content or just being on the sidelines, hosting? Um, I feel like I've grown the most. Ooh, that's a hard one. I can say I can say this. I feel more comfortable on camera now mm-hmm. and bringing my personality out on camera now. I feel like last year I was still comfortable being on camera, but bringing your personality out and, like, showing your goofy side is different than just – 
hi, I'm here with Matt. And like, you know what I'm saying? It's real different. So I feel like I got way more comfortable with being myself and letting my personality show on camera. Um, my questions are getting better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've put a lot of unnecessary words and things. So that's cleared up a little bit. So yeah, that's what I can say. And I feel like too, with that, like you seem like, I feel like you feel more, com- more feel more comfortable because like you know a lot of people. Yeah, yes. seems like yeah. this is yeah. the plug right here. <laughs> For real though, you know what I mean? really, I'm the plug. Bro. Really, I'm the plug. <laughs> like, how is it to feel like, man? I'm kind of like, I'm I'm coming to strike me to like interview these athletes and do this, but I'm also I'm meeting up with like f- friends yeah. in a sense, like yeah. friends that I made through my real talk interviews and just conversating just through DMs or something like that. How does it feel to be able see friends as you come to this reunion I know, it's a blessing and it still shocks me i'm not gonna lie like like i was telling aaron like a couple days ago i was i feel like i really didn't do nothing but like i literally just had conversations with every athlete that kind of like walked by they was just like what's up t like yeah. and it just feel like what <laughs> like y'all want to talk to me but like <laughs> i mean that's the vibe i give and it's that's all i want like i just want athletes to feel comfortable talking to me sharing whatever they want to share and just a safe space like i, I love it I love it. I really think that goes a long way. Definitely yeah. just yeah. the conversations. Cause I feel like sometimes, cause sometimes like, I don't know. I'll, well, I'm gonna say this. I, I don't really, like, sometimes I don't want to interview you. Yeah, like thanks. maybe like, I want to get someone else that has an interview, but like, bro, like I really just want to talk to you yeah. for a second. Like, what's up? You yeah. know, like I want to just like, how was your race? How was it going? I'm not just saying that just for to get on the camera. Like I'm really interested. Like, wait, how are you going? Cause I'm invested in like, your career in mm-hmm. a sense like i want to mm-hmm. see you succeed you definitely have people that like athletes like dang i would love for that person to go to the world championships and do this and that and like how's it been for have you felt like you've made more of those connections oh man that? The, you just hit the nail on the head Thanks. i had an amazing conversation just off camera if raven saunders ever <laughs> tells you to go take a walk with her you go take that walk <laughs> you're gonna have a great conversation like we just were walking around the graduate just shooting anything just like hey how's how are we gonna fix track and field like how do we you know promote the throws so really i feel like this year the off-camera relationship has gone to the next level for me yeah because even with michael norman i just pulled him and anna cockerel too i pulled both of them to the side because one of my athletes darius rainey he's going to usc mm-hmm. oh, and yeah, so yeah, i just yeah. asked them like how do you, how are you successful at usc mm. what do i need to tell him so that way I know he'll be okay to make the right choices in LA. So really, I feel like those relationships are even more important than the interviews. Yeah. Because it's kind of like that Ahmad Rashad, you know, Stephen A. Smith relationship. Like Stephen A. Smith and Al Iverson have a deep relationship, even though Stephen A. Smith is a commentator, right? Like yeah, Ahmad yeah. Rashad and MJ had a crazy yeah, yeah. good relationship. So try to build that with athletes. Mm-hmm. For sure. That definitely goes a long way in improving the sport. For real. You don't want animosity in in the mix zone you yeah, want right. to just be up, be like yo what's up what's good like you should be able to see them out and talk to them and you, you said just just really just shoot and that's really cool with like raven asking you like yo how do we improve the throws because she recognizes like yo you're really putting in work mm-hmm. to try and make this work better and i can like trust you with with my thoughts mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i know you're gonna you're gonna take them and you're gonna create something so that's that's really cool to hear that yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, I feel like every athlete kind of just sees any young person that's at the meet and like that's doing media like hey this person's like they're trying to make change like yeah. no matter mm-hmm. they have they may not even seen maybe just one piece of their work you know but like they they see that this person's gonna be here for the next 30 years potentially mm-hmm. so like that's this crazy. is the person that wow. i need to yeah. like like we can help make this sport better 
And let's ask this question as we about to come out. And I just thought of this, but like for UT, a year removed from last year, do you feel like the sport is in a better place? Do you feel like we're getting, do you feel like it's better in any type of way? Yeah, I do. I do. Baby steps, a baby step better. You know what I'm saying? It could be way better, but I feel like we're moving in the right direction. Like I heard him say at the press conference, like this is the most media passes they ever gave out for this meet. Like just something like that. That's big. Like, okay, people want to come. More media is coming to town, which probably because Worlds is here too, but like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I feel like we're moving in the right direction slowly, but we're moving. I would definitely say yes. Just based off the press conference this year, let me tell y'all something. Magic Boost dominated. It was, press our, it was our press conference. It Bro, was. <laughs> like 90% of the questions were from our group. And so the fact that we are confident enough where we're taking the reins and really, you know, changing the sport ourselves, we don't have to wait for anybody else to do it. We're doing no. it ourselves. So just the fact that we're growing, we know the sport is growing. Mm -hmm. Joshua, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like the sport is as growing when you're removed? I would say the baby steps too. Yeah. Definitely the baby steps. I think it, there's definitely... I think there's like you said like we can we can take the sport and we can change it and we don't have to wait for nobody but there's certain things just out of our control mm -hmm. that yeah. are keeping the sport back until like but I think what what we do and the attention that we can bring to it and the attention that we can like like the dude Alex and Alex who was on the magic boost how he had that video with Clayton Murphy mic'd up I think that's just such a uh, it's such an illustration of what can be in the sport and such a creative idea of what can happen so like those little steps can show like bro like this can be cool this can be tight and i just hope that continues you know yeah i would say the same i i would definitely say baby steps too and one thing i think is like as we continue to grow and be in this sport um we're bringing our audiences like when you said all those media passes all those people have their own separate audiences and it shows that like people want to know what's going on at this press conference so I think that's that's really cool uh, to see. And I think more more young people are just being encouraged that there is a place for them in the sport. And ultimately, that's going to continue to grow it. And, you know, the older people are going to retire one day. <laughs> so that's right. That's Go facts. start collecting Social Security. Or something. <laughs> and we're young, though. But we appreciate you, Matt. We appreciate you, T. Hey, thank you. Thank Hopefully, we're going to run this back for a third time next year. Definitely. That would be lit. That would be lit. But, yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Hey, shout out to Black Runners. It's